So you are in the military. Yes. I am currently residing on a military base. Factual. I'm not in the military. Truthful. That's irrelevant to the point I was making, but it's sometimes worth saying. (laughs) Absolutely. The military is not the place to go if you hate America. Agreed? Agreed. You might not love America and join the military, but if you hate America, joining the military is a pretty stupid idea. However, Mm. some people are more patriotic at church on the 4th of July (laughs) than people in the military. (laughs) That is also very true. (laughs) Happy 4th of July. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) You've got the dummies, Ben and JJ, coming at you with wisdom from the Bible and beyond. This is Dummies with Wisdom. So yeah, with that said, happy 4th of July America weekend, everybody. Hope you guys are enjoying the sun and outdoors and everything that is to offer about this beautiful country. How are you doing, my precious Ben? I am just wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just wonderful. Yep. Uh. Oh, man. So I was thinking the other day, you know how these patriotic moments come around on the calendar and we go to church and we sit there and we'll have we'll have a nice worship session but then especially if you grew up in a baptist church you always have the special music right on a normal sunday we're talking fourth of july here we're talking fourth of july well okay i mean i have seen it on occasion on a non-patriotic weekend memorial day veterans day sometimes valentine's day i have seen that too (laughs) But especially ew. 4th of July. Just ew. <laughs> ew. <laughs> but always that special music, someone has to come up with a patriotic song. I've heard uh, American Soldier by Toby Keith. At a church? I've heard at a church. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard uh, Oh Beautiful. Like that's a classic. You mean America heard, the Beautiful? America the Beautiful or whatever. Oh, I, I always remember it as Oh Beautiful because in kindergarten i was like oh beautiful and that was the only words i remember um <laughs> god bless the so, usa obviously god bless the usa god uh, bless america someone, you gotta have like the yes. uh the, you know the uh the waving flag like during the offering or something on the screens with the, on the uh, screen like yep like celtic women-esque uh rendition <laughs> of america the beautiful that lasts like 12 minutes <laughs> exactly so we need to come up with a uh, a topic to talk about on and this week so happened to be America's week and uh, we were just thinking hey everyone's seen it the super patriotic Sunday should that be something that we have in our churches and obviously without you know aside from the jokes of the intro I mean we are both um, I'd say fairly patriotic not not above and beyond not in your face you know go back to where you came from kind of patriotic, but we're, we love America. We love the idea of America. And while we might disagree with a lot of the politics, a lot of the social stuff going on, we are generally patriotic and we do love this country. That being said, 
there there's something to say about the these patriotic songs and i i think the patriotic songs are a whole different thing you know like when uh on veterans day, or veterans day week or fourth of july weekend or whatever when it's like hey veterans stand up and everybody claps i think that's that's awesome that's great yeah um but when we get when we go to the patriotic songs there's there's something there's something different there because it yeah. you're incorporating you're you're taking the religious and morphing it together with the the state the country and not in a matter of mm-hmm. like we need to have separation of church and state kind of stuff in the sense of right. that you're you're morphing them just into this um as though as though if you love Jesus you therefore love America or maybe right. even vice versa but there's you're you're putting a whole different angle a whole different uh just idea when you when you're doing these these songs at church and let's let's be real they're not like worshipful (laughs) i mean like you could have the idea of like god bless this country but putting american soldier on in a church service makes no (laughs) sense i can't believe you heard that that's hilarious (laughs) it was wild i mean we are in the middle of it was in the middle of the country so i mean the the audience made sense it was like everybody's favorite (laughs) song about 10 years ago but (laughs) <laughs> but you know i think you hit around the head of i think maybe even more so for me to go into that type of church setting and that worshipful setting that is a moment that i think in some ways kind of like how i've always thought not not of church i think there's this not necessarily the same thing but like our attitude towards church and like what we give as far as like our time like yeah. toward church and just that space i've always thought of it as almost like a like a tithing type mentality like just what we do with money and whatever else to use to take that time of the week however long you see fit but especially to go to church i think you're tight like in some way you're tithing your time in that arena to give to the lord so then again i think i'm american soldier even though it was actually you know physically saw it think that's kind of an extreme example but even in that i think that connotation that it it take it does take away a little bit from um the point of why we are worshiping right if that makes sense and like and the same way i think it's so much i think it's much it's a much bigger issue in the u.s because of how um well patriotism isn't a thing in the same sense anywhere else in the world like it is in the u.s right I mean, if there were if People there were different like levels, it'd be for heritage, different. But it's not a pa- a patriotic sense, right? And it would be for like different reasons. If like, right? Yeah, I think different cultures, different countries have different reasons behind it. Um, but in our country, I think it's be it's been so much, it's been so glorified, especially the last maybe like since World War Two. You know, I think you yeah. have a lot of not just from a sense of like a war standpoint, like just spreading our ideology and thought but also from like the advancements that we've had as a country so i think in that way it's been glorified and like we sing the anthem before games and stuff like that like that's all fine you know that's a whole nother discussion but it is in some way put on a certain pedestal that i think conservative christians in this country a lot of times put together and mix in places that shouldn't 
Right, and I, I think we like there should be a a mix of, of church and state. Like the all of America, the idea of America was built on on Christian principles. And if you go back and look at like anything from like the the you know seventeen seventy six to like you know, I think up until about the Civil War, there like education, uh, law, like legal stuff, uh, legislation is all built on this Christian foundation. And so to say that we need to separate church and state, I think is completely wrong. Um, there's that, that could be a whole other topic we could go into, but we, like yeah. we're not arguing this like in the sense of that we need to separate the two of them. But when we also, I mean, when I look at Romans 13, 1 Peter 2, that talk about submitting to our government, and then wherever it is, I can't think of it, where Paul uh, writes to pray for uh, the emperor. You take all of those, and and we're we should care about our country. We should, um, especially in America, we should love the freedoms we have. We should be involved in in society, in the uh, you know the political, the political, social, so, socio political realm. Realms. Nice. That's yeah. a big word. There we go. Well done. But we we can't incorporate religion, or we can't equate religion and patriotism. Because we, we've talked a lot about identity and how identity is one of the foremost problems within American culture today. And if we, if we, when we're playing these patriotic songs at church, we're, we are kind of equating the whole love for America and love for Jesus. And we're, we're putting them on a level playing field instead of, instead right. of one being high up. And again, like we're, we're patriotic guys. We, we love America. We like, this is the greatest country the world has known. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I'm necessarily going to stand up for it in every sense always. If if this country goes to crap, that doesn't change my religion. That doesn't change who I am. Because if you take your identity and place it first and foremost on in, in Christ, in the kingdom, and America comes second, which as it, that's, as it should be, well, honestly, if, if that's how you see it, I would question why you are playing patriotic songs at mm-hmm. church, even on a patriotic weekend, because, yes, right. we should be very thankful that we live in this country, that we live somewhere where we are not persecuted at all. Um, I think it was uh, it was Matt Chandler who was talking about a few weeks ago. He said, we're not we're not being persecuted. We're getting more and more into a hostile environment, but we are not persecuted. And I was like, that's a yeah. great that's a great way of saying it. But mm-hmm. as as soon as and our, but we should be very thankful about living in America, but we still have to remember that we are not first Americans, we are first Christians, and whatever happens to America in the next ten fifteen fifty hundred two hundred years if we make it that far is irrelevant to who we are and who our identity lies in, where our identity lies in, or who right or who I mean yeah, yeah, I think. I think we've seen that on huge display the last few years with our country as yeah. far as who we're putting our identity in and who we're going to put our name um, or attach our name to. Right. Um, I think that's why there's such a huge divide with, and you got such polarizing figures that are, you know, with, especially with the Trump side of things. And then there's, you know, on both sides, there's a lot of polarizing figures especially in our day and age just so digital everything's out in the open all the personalities are there to see and that's a little bit i feel like almost our political spectrum is going down of these extreme personalities right um but it's really easy to attach 
to sympathize with that if you are also someone who is a little more um what's the word like not emotional but just big personality like yeah not you don't have to be a big personality just you have you know you have a personality you're going to relate to someone you know especially <laughs> in that realm yeah so attaching yeah. your name to that i think i mean yes sure it might not be a huge deal to play you know american patriotic type songs at church but i think what my problem ends up becoming is the re the reasoning behind you doing that is that you're sympathizing for something that doesn't belong in that space to begin with and then everything that i've that i'm seeing in those churches and in those spaces that should be reserved solely for the lord and for each other yeah is then directed into this very um nationalistic politicalized conversation and get together you know and it's like it, it basically i mean i haven't been to a whole lot of churches that that has happened and you don't start talking about like the political leader of that day or like what yeah. you think of this and what you think of that and like i have no problem with those conversations but that should have been solely put on what's going on in your in your life like that should be established first like what's going on right. in the lives of the people around me what how is the lord working in your life um and instead I feel like putting, like you said, putting our nation kind of on that same, you know, platform as the Lord is, I think yeah. is very dangerous. Um, Cause we can, I think if we enter in with a different heart and a different mindset and our identity is solely 100% fixed on uh, um, like the Lord and his word, we're probably not gonna quite have that problem Cause that's what you know that's what heaven's going to be like we're going to have a we're going to have a nation we're going to have a people there's going to be a governing authority it's going to be the lord but there's going to be some right. sort of something that we all fun, fall under if you want to call it a flag we're going to fall under a flag of some sort and right. that's exactly how we're going to enter into it but again you don't lead in with the colors of you know the red white and blue we are entering as the global church into that sphere and i think that's where that big difference might be you you made a good point when you were talking about Christian nationalism, and there's that's uh you know a a, a I don't what you call it a politically charged well of course it's politically charged it's a it's a favorite word among the media right yeah. now and and mm -hmm. basically saying that if you believe in Christian values you're a Christian nationalist and that's just simply not true by definition what right. Christian nationalism actually is and I think this is the I think there's there's a problem with this within the church of taking these Christian values and basically saying you adhere to these Christian values or get out basically, which is yeah. anti-biblical for crying out loud. Christians can't even agree on all, half the morals. And <laughs> I mean, half that's generous. Yeah, yeah no kidding. The, the things I've heard that churches split over is absolutely ridiculous. That's no, that's side topic. <laughs> anyway, my point being, especially in the conservative church realm, we have there's a this this mentality that permeates the church that all of society should be adhering to christian principles and within the christian realm i would completely agree but we live in a sinful world and we can't force we, we logically physically logically speaking we cannot enforce beliefs we can't force beliefs on other people and enforce that in their lives. It's, you know, when they're not Christians, there's no reason that they should adhere to half the principles we do. Yeah, don't don't murder, don't steal, so on and so forth. But if you're attracted to, you know, if you're same-sex attracted and you are not a Christian, 
there's we can argue all day long about the the pluses the minuses how that might be damaging to society how it could help society whatever but at the end of the day i can't say you should not do that because of what the bible says again assume uh, seeing that they don't adhere to the bible to begin with in the same way that if a muslim comes up to me and tells me i'm not following the quran correctly i don't really care um right but we so we we tried to like enforce or the conservative church to maybe traditional church would be a better way of saying it conservative mm-hmm. and traditional yeah. church struggles with that cra- that christian nationalistic mindset and tendencies and when we when we put patriotic songs in a church service i i i I can't help but believe that that's kind of a manifestation of that mindset. And again, meshing the two together and saying that basically to love Jesus, you have to love America. And I, I think, I don't think that's true. I think you should love America. I think you should be very grateful that we live in America, Mm -hmm. but the Bible says to keyword, right. But the Bible says to respect those in authority over us, to submit ourselves to the governing authorities. It never says love your nation state. That would be stupid. It was written under Roman rule that was killing <laughs> Christians. Why Why would the Bible tell you to love your country? No, it tells you to submit. Yeah. It tells you to respect. It tells you to pray for those in authority over you, which we should do. But we can't, again, we, we just, we can't place our identity in, in the country. It has to be first in Christ. And I, in the same way, and I'll let you maybe run with this one, I'm just being open, I, I voted for Trump in the last election. I'm sure anybody listening to this podcast could probably have guessed that. But I'm not going to walk into church waving a Trump 2020 flag. Right. I would be just as annoyed if someone else did it. I would be just as annoyed if it was a Joe Biden flag, if whatever it would be. Because I'm not going to make, first of all, I'm not going to make those political statements at church because it's not the right time or place. But I'm also not going to tie my identity, you know, to that party or to that person or have have that image that is tying that line together saying that because I mean naturally you're going to you're going to not equate the two but you're going to if you see somebody at church wearing a Trump shirt or yeah. whatever you're drawing that line between their identity as a Christian and their identity as a member of the NRA Republican or whatever because right. why else would they wear a Trump shirt to church and then to like get yourself onto a bandwagon like that, like right. I don't. If I'm in the position of leadership, I don't. For whatever reason, politics just like inflames the idea of you're all in or you're all out, and no other. You know, you talk about business or organization or wherever. Like you have a structure of people and to keep you accountable to what it, whatever it is. So to like so as believers, I think it's extremely crucial to understand that if we're going to use our church space as a platform to celebrate our country, we have to be prepared to celebrate, understand what those, yeah, what those aspects that we appreciate are, but then understand that this country is, it's made up of not just believers, but like just what you, like what you're saying, non-believers who have a different, a moral outlook worldview where our country and like this is something that like i've talked with other believers of like i'm not fighting you know quote unquote fighting as an american serviceman to defend the christian values i'm here to defend right. 
the opportunity that this country creates. Sure, there's a lot of stuff that. Well, what's the beginning I of the would, oath? I would love. What's up? What's the beginning of the oath? Oh shoot! <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> Do solemnly swear I support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Yeah, nice. <laughs> from from all, all enemies, foreign, domestic. Right. So, so I, I mean, that's regardless of your personal thoughts on everything. That's what you committed to. Right. And so, and I'm 100% for that. And I would even, I would still go as far to say that as a country, I will, I would fight for, even if you want to say just for the ability to argue for the fact that we can have, um, what's some like controversial for Christian gay marriage. I will fight for the right for, I think I've come to that. Like I will fight for the right that we can have the conversation because right. in other countries you might die for being gay. Right. I don't think that's right. I don't think scripture teaches that whatsoever. I think we need to have that conversation and then well, I can have that conversation new, with people new that covenant. Sure. Right. Just and to have that conversation. Yeah. And I think have that conversation with people of, hey, this is what our Lord came to do for you. And these are the guidelines. But we have that conversation within the boundaries of these countries or of our country. So then when you <laughs> When you take that into your place of worship and you're kind of pinning your flag on that, you need to be prepared to back that aspect up as well. And I think that's something that is not understood among mm -hmm. believers and churches. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the answer is no, don't do it. You can, <laughs> yeah. you can recognize people who have served in the military. You can recognize people who have served in government. Uh, you can, you know, whatever that may be your county sheriff like, that comes to your church. I don't know what, whatever, but the point is we as people can love America. We as people can yep. be patriotic. We as Christians yep. can be patriotic. We as Christians can love this country. We as Christians can listen to Toby Keith in our cars. <laughs> <laughs> but when we do it at a church, we're taking it from part of our personal lives and turning it into part of the institution of Christianity. The church is the institution of the faith. And when you incorporate that stuff into it in this, in this situation, because I mean, there's, I don't care what kind of music you play at your fall festival or whatever, but when we're doing it in a church service and it's for this reason, let's be honest, if you're playing it, it's because of this. Yeah. We, we can't be making those kind of statements as an institution. I mean, that's what, that's what yeah. it comes down to just just like anything else just like anything political anything governmental and i i don't think that that's necessarily a blanket statement like we shouldn't or no. our church should not be involved in politics or right. you know anything we sh we should be we should be very active yeah. in our society but there's a difference between between us even us collectively as the people of the church versus the church as the institution and that's where the, the difference lies for me at least i think just glor glorifying something that should be reserved for something much greater. I think is where I kind of stand. Yeah. Um, and like, I have no problem as soon as service is out, like if literally everybody in that congregation wants to go outside and go on the lawn and have a big 4th of July party and wave the flags and have a good time. Like I'm fine. Yeah. Like let's celebrate it. Let's, but that space itself, like we are there to do something very specific. 
and right. very important and very holy moment. Like I can't imagine the Jews coming in to uh, celebrate like the political side of their country, you know, back in the day and walk into the temple and have that type of celebration. Like they're very like they did celebrate their country. They did celebrate, but guess who they realized the head was, they realized the head was the Lord. They realized the okay. Lord was the one who gave them, you know, the, their land, their every breath they breathed, every resource they had within that country, they recognized it was from the Lord again, the identity. And then when the you know the high priest went in to go do his thing once a year, I guarantee you there was nothing other than focus on the Lord in that moment in that space, and that's what we get to carry with us every single day, even more so together as one body on a Sunday morning, for example, I think that is really important to reserve that space for that reason. If our country comes into the conversation because of that, absolutely. That's welcomed. Let's have that conversation, but it has to be in the forefront led by the Lord, uh, not by Toby Keith, as you so eloquently put it. (laughs) I like what you said there too. And I just to kind of, push that point a little bit further you know they israel was god's chosen people they got exiled everything happens they're under rome and their whole thought especially during like the maccabean revolt is that this messiah is going to be you know a political messiah and like regain their freedom it's going to mm. be yeah the abraham lincoln of israel right sure uh, george washington yeah washington probably yeah because yeah or washington theodore roosevelt theodore roosevelt how? Yeah, World War One or Franklin too? I guess. But no, kinda, neither yeah. one of those was really Kennedy, John Hancock, <laughs> John Wilkes Booth. Oh no! <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, they 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 thought it was going to be this political uprising champion, and it turns out to be. In their minds, so much less, but really yeah. so much more. I think right. that's the same, it's the same principle that yeah. we, we, we don't need a political messiah. We don't need, we don't need Trump 2024. We didn't need Biden 2020. Like we need Jesus. Yeah. Hang on. There was one other thing you said that I really liked. Oh, I thought you made a great point with the whole, yeah, like go have a, go have a party after the service. Because yeah. the the service we whether or not we like the way that our churches our church system is set up in the West, we have made our Sunday morning service a worship service, a time to come before the Lord to you know get that recharge moment with the sermon to open our hearts up in worship. But we're still we're we're normal people. We can do yeah. fun stuff like we don't have to have yeah. like. Like men can go play golf without having a prayer meeting on the seventh <laughs> hole. Like, <laughs> so I thought that was I thought Jeez. that was a great point that or yeah. have breakfast together without calling it a you know the men's prayer breakfast or something cheesy you know the gathering. <laughs> <laughs> so I think yeah I think that was a great point to make and uh, I think a great point to end on. Yeah. So uh, well, enjoy your weekends. Enjoy the sun. Get a little, get a little burn in there. 
I would I would love I would love to hear not not to not to bash anybody's church. I would just I would love to hear what uh, what people who are listening what what did your church do for the like did they do anything for the Fourth of July whether mm. it was good or bad? I'm just just curious. Like uh, let let us know. Shoot us a message. Yeah. I'd like I'd like to hear that. And, and someone send us else more did questions. Toby Keith. I'm curious. <laughs> cool. If Toby right. Keith Have a good comes weekend, to your church. <laughs> yeah. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast of Dummies with Wisdom. To give us comments, ask questions, or submit pictures of other dummies you find in the wild, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dummieswithwisdom. 